0: Welcome back to Billikin Babble with Carter Chapley and friends. I am, of course, Carter Chapley, and the friend who will be joining me this week is Evan Dudley of AL.com. He's going to get us prepared for all things UAB Blazers basketball as the Billikens take on the Blazers this Saturday at 5.30 p.m. Yes, that's 5.30 p.m. The game has been... Moved up from its 7pm original start in order for fans to watch the 7 o'clock Elite 8 game in the Men's Soccer National Tournament, where the Billikens will be taking on the Washington Huskies. You can stay in shape at Serena to watch. The Billikens are coming off of a big basketball win as they traveled out to Boise and took on the Broncos, who are a very good Mountain West team. That is a top 75, top, maybe even 65, 55 win, and potentially a Q1 win as you go on the road, which is so Important. come March madness time come bubble time when you're going to have to compete against them. you get the win and that's of course important but the way they did it was almost more impressive the way they went about getting that win in fighting back going down 11 which is not ideal I'm not advocating for that but getting down 11 and then coming back and winning that game and showing very little fear in doing so in the Memphis game the biggest issue we had was that they looked shell-shocked after they went down they got punched in the face and were never able to get back up again in this game, they got punched in the face, took a timeout, took a breather, and came storming right back. Despite the fact they didn't score a bucket for the first five minutes of the game, they were leading at halftime. And partially, that's on the Broncos for not being able to shoot free throws. But, I mean, it's also on the Billikens getting them in a situation where they were not at their most advantageous, which is, I guess, fouling, which is a, a tactical issue. And you can talk about the Billikens being deep enough to be able to go foul, foul with anybody because, you know, you had two guys foul out in in Gibson Jimerson and Martin Linson, and another with four fouls, so it ultimately worked out as they got the win, I think the game plan worked, and they got out of Boise and now they're headed back home for another huge mid-major contest this weekend, so in order to prepare us for that mid-major contest, again, we have Evan Dudley, let's get to Evan right now. We now welcome on to Billikin Babble, my new friend Evan Dudley of al.com. Evan is going to give us everything he knows on UAB basketball. Evan, how are you today? I'm doing well. Now Evan, you got I know you got a ton of stuff to cover down there. So Evan, tell us what you do for al.com and uh, uh well, how uh, we can like find that, you.
1: I primarily uh cover UAB uh UAB sports uh football and basketball uh as you mentioned, uh, this afternoon, I got to head back up to Birmingham, actually to UAB's uh, new stadium, Protective Stadium. They're hosting the, uh, the Alabama State title games this week. So uh, I got to do the 1A game this afternoon uh, to help out with the crews. Got a little extra work besides UAB, but I primarily focus on UAB.
0: That's awesome. And we can find your work at AL.com. That's Evan Dudley again. Evan, tell us about the Blazers. They're an interesting team, a lot of transfers. What's the story on the Blazers?
1: Uh, Well... Coming off of last year, uh, they got a real core unit, uh, much like whenever Andy H- Kennedy was a uh, higher. there was a mass exodus of players, uh, after last season. Uh, so he went to the transfer portal, you know, found guys that, you know, were willing to work the way that he wanted to work, uh, some, some guys who could shoot a little bit better. Uh, you know, that was one of the things from last year. They had the, they were really grinding offense, great defensive team, but they had to grind it out on offense this year. Uh, a little bit of that in some of the games, but that's just kind of working out with so many transfers they have in, I believe they got about six or seven in total, plus a couple of junior college transfers. So a lot of new guys on this team. So they're having to figure themselves out a little bit off to a good start, uh, six and two got a win last night over a uh, East Tennessee state team. Uh, that was, I believe, five games in a row they had won. They had uh, coming off a tournament win, a tournament championship uh, over the weekend. So, you know, a really good uh, mid-major program. They were able to, uh, you know, rally from 13 uh, points down in the first half last night and uh, kind of run away with it in the second half. But, uh, you know, as we've seen uh, just in this small snippet of the season, they're just trying to kind of, kind of, kind of figure out who their main guys are going to. But, you know, they got a really good, you know, maybe eight, nine-man rotation as of right now. So you say they're trying to figure out who their main guys are going to be. Can you give us
0: any insight as to who some of those candidates might be? Some of their top players.
1: Uh, well, early this season, we've seen uh, Jordan Jelly Wall kind of come out of uh, shooting threes. I mean, uh, the guy's been on fire here lately. Uh, last night, uh, maybe not as much last night, but then you got KJ Buffin, who uh, really broke out last night with his first double double the season. He had twenty points, uh, sixteen rebounds, uh, eight on the defensive side and offensive side. So uh, he was really big for him last night, but he. He really broke out uh, last night. You got Trey Jimison, another big man, uh, right there on the inside. Uh, as he continues to develop, he's going to be uh, really important for them. You have Taven Levin. Uh, he has not done as much this season early. A lot of that it probably comes from him just uh, with a little bit of uh, back pains here and there. So he's just kind of resting a little bit. But he's got to, you know, really start, you know, taking that confidence that he has and uh, really going towards the basket. But it, it just comes down to him kind of being rested a little bit more this first part of the season. Uh, then you probably have like a Quan Jackson. Uh, you know, he's not a big offensive guy, uh, but the guy is a defensive terror. I mean, he, he's probably got the most active hands of anybody on the court at any point in time. Uh, I mean, he, he helps this uh, team defensively. He inspires them defensively. He gets steals. He gets blocks. So uh, even if he's the, even if he doesn't get something in the stat line, he's affecting the game somehow. Uh, you know, I mean, he's helped this team become, you know, the nation leader in steals, uh, you know, per game. So, you know, this is a defensive laden team, and Quan is the primary guy on that end. Head coached by Andy Kennedy in his second
0: season with the program. Tell us when a UAB team is looking good, when they're playing
1: their best version of, of Andy Kennedy basketball, what does that look like? You like said, uh, the defense is uh, just very heavily intense. Uh, they're going to be on you, uh, you know, full court press, uh, half court press. I mean, any way that they can get you to turn the ball over, they're going to try to. Uh, that's, that's been their mentality, their MO this year. Uh, offensively it's when they're coming off the defensive end uh, you know in transition uh, you know they're able to get out uh create offense off those turnovers but you know but if they're playing in a full court set you know you're going to be looking at a kind of jelly walker kind of you know really setting the tone at that point kind of seeing what he can create at first and then after that they're just going to be kicking out to you know every guy that they can because they've got a lot of guys with a lot of experience that know how to you know get the ball in the basket so it just comes down on the offensive end, you know, whether they get into a flow or whether it's just, you know, really becomes more as a improvisation at a, you know, at any point in time. Would you say that perhaps that might be their greatest weakness is not having a, an offensive structure that works consistently? Uh, yes. At, the, at this point, I'd say that's their weakness. Uh, you look at last night, they went, they had a couple of bad uh, scoring droughts, not as much as they were last season. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, as, as we go on, as more games get under their belt, they're going to kind of find themselves uh, who they are uh, better offensively. Uh, defensively, I don't think they're going to have a problem. They know who they are right there. Uh, they know they can create offense off defense. So it just really comes down as the season progresses, you know, you know whether they become more of a schematic team or they just learn the flow of one another a little bit better. Because this, this is a team, you know, where there's about, you know, five guys in the rotation that are new. So, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of it's, uh, you know, on that early this point of the season. With Evan Dudley of
0: AL.com. Evan, there's a lot of hype around this team. I think they've been getting ranked pretty highly in mid-major rankings, and they're probably one of the more high-profile Conference USA teams. Does this team expect itself to be the Conference USA champion and, and make the NCAA tournament, or is that too
1: early to say? I think they expect it themselves. I think that's their goal this year. As far as a fan base, I think uh they might be a little bit hesitant, just you know, that conference USA is a one-bid league, so you have to go in and win the tournament. But then again, we've seen crazier things happen. Uh UAB had a has a good schedule. Their two losses as of right now is their first road game of the season at South Carolina. They erased a uh, double-digit deficit, uh lost by three, you know pulled within one within the last couple minutes. San Francisco, they uh, had a chance to win at the end uh, last week. Las Vegas Invitational, San Francisco still undefeated. Uh, they're going to have a tough schedule. Obviously, they're in a conference with Gonzaga and BYU, so they're going to have themself, their hands full uh, later on in the season when they get in the conference play. But that's a good, uh, you know, not those two aren't bad losses as of right now. And they got West Virginia coming up at home, obviously St. Louis this week. And so, you know, they got a good non-conference schedule, but I think it still comes down to them uh, – kind of winning that conference and I think they can and I think they expect to be the only really uh, probably the only real roadblock in their way uh, besides maybe North Texas of course North Texas lost a lot of guys uh, from last season but it's going to be Louisiana Tech and Junior Lofton uh, I mean that kid is just amazing to watch amazing to see and uh, he's going to be the main roadblock in UAB's way this season. That has been
0: Evan Dudley of AL.com. Evan thank you so much for joining us today on Billiken Babble
1: You're welcome I appreciate you appreciate you having me Thank you again to Evan Dudley of
0: AL.com for giving us that excellent preview of the UAB Blazers. Give us something to expect for this Saturday's afternoon tilt between the Billikens and Blazers. Again, that's at 5.30, not 7 o'clock. It feels like we're going to get a pretty similar game to what the Boise State Broncos brought to us in that it's going to be a lot of veteran experience, a lot of talent, but maybe a little bit less organization on the offensive end. It's going to be a situation where you might be able to take advantage defensively and try and limit what the Blazers do. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of guys who can get it done. But it, you know, when things get tough and after that first 15 seconds on the shot clock wear down, you might be able to take advantage of a little bit of chaos and cause turnovers. Now, on the offensive end for the Billikens, it's going to be really important to control the ball, to take care of the basketball, move to the ball, be creative. Don't get stagnant. Big discussion on Twitter this week has been Yuri Collins' turnovers. If he can limit turnovers, and the guys can help him out by getting him out of half-court traps, this isn't a defense where they have a lot of stoppers who are going to get to you and and stop you in your tracks. They're going to try and beat you defensively by causing turnovers, by causing chaos. So if you play responsible basketball, you're looking at a situation where you can take advantage of that in a really significant way and limit the opportunities that the Blazers have on the offensive end as well. So, Billikens... Blazers, 5.30 Saturday afternoon. Stick around after to watch the Billikens and Huskies play in the NCAA Soccer Elite Eight. This has been Billikin Babble. I'm Carter Chapley. Thank you again. Be good to each other and roll bills.